Accidental Fuel, the podcast that focuses on what no one else is talking about. Mistakes. The dental world is full of before and afters, and no one is talking about the middle. Dental Fuel brings you the unspoken in between. We are excited to have Jonathan Miller. In the last episode, we talked about startups and buying a practice and when it's important to start talking to the bank. In this episode, Jonathan shares some mistakes that he has seen dentists make after they get bank approval. What are Once you do have approval from the bank, mm-hmm. what are some mistakes that you have seen people make after they have that approval? Uh, a, a lot of it is is really just in this kind of genre of not knowing who to turn to or who to trust. It's really, you know, partner with the right lender. If you, you can go down the path of some things I see doctors do is second guess everything, you know, is this rate the right rate? I take it to people again. I take it to my mom or my dad or whomever that has done bank deals. And so I asked them and it's, so I had somebody do this recently where they took the loan approval and, and, and I had said, Hey, this is a, this is actually a really good loan approval. This is a, a lot more money than I typically see them approve. And, and this, this looks really good. And they said, oh, okay, great. Awesome. And a couple of days later, they called me back and said, hey, I took it to my dad. He knows a lot of people in banking. He took it to like three people. And, and, and in fact, my dad said, if I didn't talk to this one banker, he, you know, he disowned me. And I was like, okay, well, what'd you find out? <laughs> she said, uh, well, everybody said it's a really good deal. And they were like, wow, they don't even have this and they don't have that. They're like, well, our bank would totally ask for a house and a spouse and another commitment. And, and they were like, they have none of that stuff. Well, uh, yeah, I would take this deal and run. And I'm like, could have made this decision even sooner. Now, this only took two days, but some people, it takes them two months to do that process. And then they go out and ask a lot of people online. And then again, you're, you're, the mistake is not knowing that this is a good deal. And I appreciate that you need some other indicators to know it's a good deal. There's nothing wrong with that. But you're only going to get so many indicators before you're going to have to say, okay, this is a good deal. This is as good a deal as I'm going to get. And, and it's really understanding, hey, what is most important to me in that banking deal? Is it rate? Is it money? Is it term? Is it structure? What are those things? And I would tell you that if you can get the majority of those, the most important to use, if you will, take them. You know, you, it, if you can get all of them, that that's a great deal. You know, maybe the best deal because you got literally all of them. You got all the great things and you got a crazy low interest rate. Then take it and run um, before rates move, right? right. Um, yeah. But if you Especially get four nowadays. out of five, yeah, if you get four out of five, I would say it's a great deal. You know, two out of five, probably not a great deal. Maybe keep looking. Um, and, and I will say one of the things, one of the mistakes is, and this all happened with the same doctor. It's so funny. Um, in this process, she had applied with a more local bank, again, with some family influence here, and they declined. They, they didn't decline her. They said, hey, we're not doing startups right now. And so she got very nervous and thought, oh, is the market going to go bad? Is the economy going to crap? All this stuff. And so I said, I don't think that's the case. Mm-hmm. I think that Anytime there's a bump in the road, local banks are the first to pull back. So let's see what the other lender says. It's more of a major dental lender in the country. And that's the one that came back with this great approval, great everything else. And then she was, you know, kind of renewed and restored her confidence. But imagine if she just had that one bank and they said, yeah, you know, we're not doing startups right now. We're going to just press pause. Okay. I guess, guess don't do startups. And what they had told her was, uh, we're not doing startups right now, but if you want to look at a practice to purchase, we'd love to take a look. And so... She had thought, uh-oh, maybe that's the only route for me. And I, you know, I guess ha- lucky for me or lucky for her, it was a, hey, I'm man, just let's see what this other option says. And then I said, look, if it's true, they'll be the ones to say, yeah, we're going to pull back too. Then I'll be concerned. If they don't, and I was like, I don't think they're going to, th- then we would press on because the bank that you talk to doesn't really do startups anyway. 
they were kind of looking at it on a one-off scenario. But a lot of doctors don't realize that. You know, again, you're taking advice from someone who, you know, you think is trustworthy, whether it's a right. friend or a family member, and then you get that feedback, and then you just go, oh, well, I guess now's not the time to do this. So I'll just kind of put my business plan away and go home or, or go look for a practice to purchase or whatever it is. So what I'm hearing is kind of cast your net. Ask around. Yes, yes. You, because some advice that you might get from, you know, your buddy down the road who's already gone through this may not be... May not be for you. May not Absolutely be right. And, and I would tell you that, you know, that it, that should be your filter from from the standpoint of is the person telling me, hey, you should do it this way and you should do it that way. Did they, this is why I said, you need to go down the path with somebody who's actually done it the way in which you want to do it. If you're talking to somebody and it's market specific as well. So even in when you talk to your buddy who did it in rural Oklahoma and you're in Seattle, there are two different arenas. Uh, or uh, my buddy did it in Beverly Hills and I'm in middle of nowhere, Texas, two different arenas. And so everything starts to change with that because, you know, you'll, you'll hear somebody talking about, well, never spend this much in rent. Well, yeah, because $7,000 a month goes really, really far in Texas and it goes nowhere in California. Right. So you're going to spend more than 7K. And oh, by the way, you're all right. You'll be fine. The cash flow will work. The metrics will work. So it's really, truly about casting that wide net. But if you know who's you know, who you can trust and who to turn to when you do have those questions, that makes all the difference in the world. Cause you might get some of those banks that say no, or not right now, or we're going to wait. And then you'd go to that person and, Oh, Hey, is this true? Or is this accurate? And maybe they say, yeah, that's what everybody is saying. Or they say, eh, let's wait. Let's see what another bank says because you went to a local small town bank USA and they said, no, not surprised. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of dental fuel. If you would like to connect with Jonathan, you can find him on Instagram at start your underscore practice. Jonathan is also leading the Ignite DDS Dental Business Mastermind that's starting this month. This course will provide you the steps that you need to build the practice of your dreams. You gotta check it out. Check out the show notes for more information. If you'd like to connect with Ignite DDS, you can find Ignite on Instagram at Ignite DDS. And you can find me on Instagram at tsmaestas.dds. We will be back next week with another episode.